Welcome to the 15-Minute Classroom. Come on in. I'm so glad you could join us today. If you're a parent of children between the ages of 4 and 12, this podcast is for you. Here in the classroom, you'll gain access to a variety of valuable resources, tools, strategies, and educational supports that you can use as you seek to build essential skills with your children at home, at school, and in their relationships. Hi, I'm Diane Kay, host of the 15-Minute Classroom and owner of Next Steps, a collaborative coaching business. After working in the field of education for 17 years, I stepped aside to support families in a more direct way through collaborative coaching. Monday through Friday, the 15-Minute Classroom is here for you as you drive in your car, listen while you job, or join me as we sit across this online table together. Each episode contains a brief 15-minute chance to apply the foundational strategy the Classroom Podcast is based on. So without further ado, let's dive into today's episode, episode number two. Welcome to episode number two. I hope you've had the opportunity to listen in on episode one, where you learn the intentional steps that form the structure of the 15-minute classroom. If you missed this episode, I'd encourage you to go back and listen. And in the meantime, let me briefly explain. The 15-minute classroom strategy can be applied at any point throughout your day. It involves five steps. Step one is stop. Stop what you're doing and determine what is the most important in this moment. Step two is set. Set a timer for 15 minutes. This provides a clear beginning and end point. Step three is stick. Determine to stick to your plan and don't let someone's disappointment or even a text deter you. Step four is stay. Stay on task for 15 minutes to determine to focus completely on what you're doing. And step five is celebrate and start again. When the time is up, celebrate the step you took to complete your plan or move towards a goal and then determine if it's time to start again. In today's episode, we'll use the 15-minute classroom strategy to intentionally build skills that your children can use when they face conflicts at home and at school. First, we'll consider what conflicts are and next we'll consider why they happen And finally, we'll create a plan that you can incorporate into your day when a conflict arises. So, without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Conflict is a part of children's lives, and learning how to work through conflicts is an important skill. It's an important life skill. Of course, learning how to resolve conflicts will be related to your child's age, their stage of development, and the skills that he or she has developed or has yet to learn. Conflicts can also arise when there is added stress in the home or perhaps due to sickness, feeling lonely, bored, tired, spending too much time together, or being confined inside. They also may occur when routines or expectations change, especially if they are without warning. Conflicts also arise when there are misunderstandings, differences of opinion, feeling ignored or dismissed, as well as real or perceived injustices or threats. Parents often give examples such as their children fighting over toys, misunderstandings in their relationships, 
arguing over who goes first or who go gets to choose. If someone is not doing their part of a task or job or wanting what someone else has. Disagreements often take place on the playground where there could be power imbalances or when children are engaged in group play and rules become the source of conflict. When conflicts arise, young children especially can feel overwhelmed with emotion. A first response may to be cry, yell, or storm away. As children get a little older, they may resort to put-downs, name-calling, pushing, or blame. So helping children develop skills to resolve their conflicts constructively isn't hard necessarily, but it does require practice and lots of patience. It's important to help children begin to resolve conflicts while they're at home and when you can support and guide them. As they learn to identify their emotions and then learn effective ways to pause and return to calm, they're on their way to discover more positive ways to deal with disagreements and conflicts. So what are some effective ways to build skills that can help your children when conflict arises? If your children are younger, between the age, ages of four and six, the use of I statements are especially helpful. So to practice this skill, I'd like to suggest that you draw a number of faces on a whiteboard or a piece of paper, sit down with your children or child and talk about different feeling words, sad, angry, frustrated, tired, shy, afraid, embarrassed, and so on. Next, provide an example of an I statement using the feeling words you've described. For example, I feel angry when you take my car away. Please don't do that. Or, I feel sad when you don't play with me at recess. Next time, will you please wait for me? Or, I feel frustrated when you always go first. Next time, I'd like to go first. You can practice in a safe way by creating a list of disagreements you've seen or overheard your children having. Have your children draw them or cut out pictures from magazines to create a comic strip example of a conflict. These could be used another time as role play where they can practice using I statement skills. Kids love to see their parents role play as well. Perhaps you'll choose to make it a family time activity. For children a little older, seven to nine years of age, talk about problem solving skills. Use an example of a conflict they have witnessed or experienced on the playground, at home, or with a friend. Avoid stepping in to solve the problem for them. Provide time for them to come up with a couple of solutions for the conflict. Reading a story about a conflict can remove some of the emotion and help your ch children identify with a character. Talk about how they solved a conflict, how the characters solved a conflict. Was it a good way to solve the conflict or can they think of another solution? When a conflict does arise, provide opportunity for your children to practice problem solving to resolve a conflict. A great activity for this age group is to describe a disagreement and have them come up with as many solutions as they can think of. You can make it into a game, for example, you can describe a scenario. Yesterday, I was walking outside to the car. I heard screaming. 
I saw a boy and girl pulling on their dog's leash. They were fighting over who got to walk the dog and what looked like a new puppy. The girl pulled so hard on the leash that the little boy fell on the ground. I saw their dad come out of the garage and he looked pretty angry. How do you think they could have solved this problem? How do you think their dad will solve the problem? What would you do if this happened to you? Another activity you may choose to create for this age group is a problem-solving jar. Collect a number of popsicle sticks and throughout the day or week, write down some ways your children can think of solutions for conflicts that they have in their lives. For 10 to 12 year olds who've had more opportunity to experience conflict and practice problem solving skills, you'll want to reinforce the importance of ground rules. Ground rules help to reduce conflict and can eliminate power struggles. To reduce conflict, a helpful exercise is to come up with good ground rules for the home. Children this age often consider themselves old enough to care for younger siblings, take a babysitting course, or help with a younger child's club or sport. As they take on this kind of responsibility, understanding the importance of ground rules reinforces what is appropriate and acceptable behavior and clearly labels expectations. Their input is valuable and this exercise can eliminate power struggles. For example, they may come up with a list of four or five rules to follow. For instance, they might choose take turns talking, don't interrupt, or no name calling or put downs. Everyone can share their feelings as long as they do it with respect. We take responsibility when we've hurt someone. Or how about ask permission before you take something that doesn't belong to you. Creating a chart with ground rules is a great way to build conflict resolution skills with preteens. In summary, it's important to help children begin to resolve conflicts while they're at home and where parents can support and guide them. As they learn to identify their emotions, they learn effective ways to pause and return to calm. And then they are on their way to discover more positive ways to deal with disagreements and conflicts. And as they learn to problem solve, they'll begin to discover the value of compromise and why ground rules keep everyone safe and secure. Here's where the 15-minute classroom strategy can be applied to teaching your children skills that will come in handy at home, at school, and in their relationships, especially as it relates to conflict resolution as we've talked about today. So let's use the 15-minute strategy to teach your children how to build skills to manage their conflicts. Step one, stop and determine what is important right now. You've determined that it's important to help your children build skills to resolve conflicts. Step two, set. Set the timer for 15 minutes. Choose a relaxed location. You may choose to have a snack and water on hand. Give an example of a conflict or tell a story. Step three, stick to the plan. There may be a tendency to think this is a waste of time given your children are constantly having conflicts. Resist the urge to give up and stick to the plan knowing there needs to be intentional time and practice given to develop these skills. Step four, stay. Stay on task. Give your full attention to each moment. Stay on the topic. 
that you're dealing with and complete this activity to practice conflict building skills. And step five, celebrate and start again. Celebrate the step that you and your children per, or perhaps your family have taken to move towards the development of these skills and consider when you will start again, perhaps at another point this day or another. By using the 15-minute classroom strategy to build conflict resolution skills with your children, you will help be helping them build skills that will last a lifetime. I'd love to hear how you practice conflict-solving skills in your home. Perhaps the 15-minute strategy is one you'll initiate in your home. You can email me at coachingnextsteps.com with your suggestions for upcoming podcast topics, or you can find me on Instagram at nextsteps, where you'll gain access to a variety of skills. I look forward to meeting you here in the classroom in the upcoming podcast episodes. 